Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 38 of the Impact Co podcast. I am thrilled to be here uh, with all of you today. Thank you so much for listening, for watching, for subscribing, and for sharing with your communities. We really, really do appreciate it, and we're looking forward to today's episode as well as what we've got coming up in the future as well. I am thrilled today to be joined by none other than Jason George. Uh, Jason is an associate at Bowman's currently. He's also the founder of Aspiration Inspiration, which we'll talk about a little bit in today's episode. Uh, he's the chairperson of Change Agents South Africa. He is an admitted attorney to the High Court of South Africa, and he's a dynamic young leader in South Africa that you should remember uh, after today's episode for sure. Jason, it's a pleasure to have you on the Impact Code podcast. Welcome. Uh, thank you so much. How are you doing this morning? How's it, Tafa? Hi to the, to the viewers, the listeners. Um, thank you so much for having me. Sure, that introduction, uh, you know, <laughs> certainly placed me, you know, up there, you know, so I'll have to, uh, no pleasure to deliver in this conversation, but <laughs> thanks so much for having me here today. That's a pleasure, man. It's, it's all truth. It's all truth. Uh, Jay, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast, man. I think, you know, I obviously know you quite well, but, you know, maybe some of my listeners do also know you quite well. But, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself in terms of where you were born as well as where you grew up. Sure. Um, so I was born in uh, Tafels of Mitchell's Plain. Um, I'm from Tafels of Mitchell's Plain. Um, so for those of us who don't know, you know, Mitchell's Plain is part of the Cape Flats, um, Cape Town. Um, it's a notorious area known for, you know, drug abuse, um, violence, you know, gang violence, that type of thing. I mean, obviously there are good things that can, can come out of community, out of community, and you know, there's a very um, amongst the people that live there, the people are very close, closely knit, and you know, people people are supportive of one another. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there are a lot of bad elements um, in the community, but there are always people looking out for um, people with potential. Um, and and you know, so I've been I've been grateful to to grow up over there with uh, you know both my parents, and they kind of you know raised me with an iron fist, you know, so they were very strict. Uh, they still are very strict, although they've become a bit more lenient with the grandchildren. Um, so, but I mean, growing up in Mitchell's Plain, uh, you know, with, with both parents that are unemployed, um, four siblings, um, you know, it, it was a tough experience, but I mean, you know, experiences like that builds character. Um, and so, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a boy from Mitchell's Plain, um, Tafels of Mitchell's Plain. And yeah, uh, we can chat a bit more about where I am today. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for that context. And um, yeah, really appreciate you coming on to, to the show. It's really an honor to have you here. Uh, and for our, I'm sure for our listeners to get to know you a little bit better. So for as long as I've known you, I've known that you 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 like coffee. Maybe like is a bit too <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, that's not, it's a bit of an understatement. Uh, yeah, I've, got, I've got my cup here. I do with me. You know, I've got a simple cappuccino here in this cup, but, you know, uh, are there any special blends that we should try at the moment? Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I love coffee. I absolutely love coffee. Um, I mean, since I've been at, at university, you know, since we've been together at university, I've always loved coffee. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not too, too much in the know of like the blends and how they are made, but I certainly, you know, um, 
I take a lot of interest in how I how I make my coffee, where I buy my coffee, um, how it's roasted, you know. Um, and and blends is a very interesting one because blends, you know, it's very difficult <laughs> to find to find a nice blends yeah. uh, because they can come from all over the world. They can come from you know, and and a lot of a lot of the there are a lot of good coffee being grown in Africa. So I love me, you know, some Kenyan blends. Um, I, I love that. Uh, Ethiopian coffee, it's amazing. Um, and then some of some your Central African, uh, Central American coffees, Costa Rica, mm-hmm. um, Guatemala, those kinds of blends are also nice. Um, anything grown at a high altitude. Um, these are questions you should ask when you go and buy your coffee at a coffee roaster. Um, you know, very, very nice. Um, and then, I mean, in the morning, you know, uh, there are different coffees for different times of the day. You know, in the morning, I appreciate the nice dark, you know, a dark roast, uh, full-bodied coffee that's very, you know, very spicy, very dark. Something like a kicker, you know. Even if it, even if it does not have high caffeine, because it might be full-bodied, it might be strong coffee, but it might not have, you know, the highest levels of caffeine in. Um, but in the morning, you know, anything that can give you that boost, and then during the day, you don't want something that's going to keep you up at night. So you want to get yeah. more to your medium roast, your your lighter coffees. You know, I, I think just as a top tip, you know, when you buy coffee, check on the side of the packaging to see the rating. Some of them are rated out of 10, some of them are rated out of 12, um, some 13, you know. So the higher you go up, obviously, the stronger your coffee, the more spicier, um, the, the spicier your coffee. So just, you know, but I love me in the morning. I love me a strong cup of coffee. Um, I mean, although I prefer milky coffee. Um, you know, I, I like to make it stronger and then towards the end of the day, you know, getting to more uh, relaxed, you know, more, more, um, you know, less strong of a coffee. But yeah, as I say, you know, blends are, <laughs> you know, yeah. a wide variety. Tricky, tricky business. I, 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 I've made a note, you know, here that next time you come onto the podcast, I should add coffee connoisseur to your <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, I, left, I left I left that one out. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Jay, so we, we we might have to just re-record this. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Jay. I think you know, I think it's it's quite interesting. I, I've I've had lots of different blends myself. And, you know, I think mm. um it's it's once you find your blend, yeah. you really you really, you know, it, it really does wonders. Yeah, you know quickly. You'll know quickly. Ah, this one. No, You'll no, know. Quite right, quite right. So I, I want us to talk about driving performance early mm-hmm. on in your career. And I think this is something which, you know, does 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 represent you and, and what you've done so far in your in your young life so far. Um, but I guess let, let's start at the beginning, right? So so you did a straight LLB, um, and that's that's actually quite interesting because you know a lot of people might go a slightly different route. But I'm quite curious, you know, as to your sort of specificity in that regard. Why did you decide to do a straight LLB? Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, for me, it's always been a dream, a dream of mine to to be a lawyer. You know, um, ever since I was a child, um, I wanted to be a lawyer. Uh, and for some people that might be like, ah, how did you know what law was all about? I didn't know what law was all about. Mm. Um, I certainly knew that I didn't want to be a policeman. You know, growing up on the Cape Flats, you would have seen a lot of police action. And, you yeah. know, we had a, 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 a personal family matter, you know, that involved the police and involved the cells and stuff like mm. that. And so that, you know, sparked my curiosity. 
Um, and so, you know, throughout high school, I mean, throughout primary school, throughout high school, this is something I always pursued, I always worked towards. Um, and I knew I had to work hard because of the, you know, the people I surrounded myself with that, you know, guided me along the way. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, the, the, the simple reason for going straight into LLP is because, I mean, I wasn't too, too much aware of the other options. Um, and to me, I wanted to get, I wanted to get the qualification as quickly as possible and start living my dream, you know, so yeah. that LLB was going to be the quickest way to get there. Uh, the most daunting way and certainly, you know, not an easy way getting straight out of high, high school into an LLB, you know, studying law, then straight out of law school into practice. Um, you know, it was very streamlined. Um, so it wasn't the easiest feat, but you know, my mindset was always on, I wanted to live that dream. I wanted to achieve my goal. And um, that was what I was going to do. I uh, wasn't too aware of the other routes, you know, until I actually got to those. I'm like, hmm, could have done a BA LLB, could have done a BCom LLB, but no regrets, no regrets. Yeah, I think it's it's quite inspiring, you know, in terms of your determination and and your your convictions um, within that. And there's a lot to be learned from that. Um, I remember when I was, I think I was 16, I, 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 I briefly had a, a period in my life where I wanted to be a lawyer. I think I'd watched a lot of suits. Drop out, bro, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, I think the thing which scared me off, to be honest, was the fact that you guys read a lot. Like, uh, there's a lot of reading. And I was like... <laughs> about that <laughs> yeah dude. no i mean if, you, if you're not a, if you're not a lover you know of reading then it's not necessarily you know uh, you won't have the best of careers <laughs> it's, it's gonna, be, <laughs> gonna be a long career it's gonna be a long career no you're quite right you're quite right but i have a lot of respect um you know for what you've done so far and and yeah, you've done incredibly well since yeah. since coming out of university. Um, I'm quite curious, you know, what are three lessons that you've learned in your transition coming into the workplace? Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, uh, just to just to, uh, just tie to that point and just take a step back, you know, coming from a place like Mitchell's Plain, you know, with a with a with a family that did not necessarily inculcate the culture of of of, of learning or reading. Mm. Um, you know, my parents were very religious and so that was, you know, the kind of reading that we would have done, um, you know, and, 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 and that was where a lot of the lessons were from to, to be disciplined and that type of thing. But I think, um, you know, it was very, it was very difficult to transition into the working environment, you know, yeah. as someone who didn't grow up reading any, any kinds of books, you know, um, apart from studying for, for tests and stuff at school. Um, so I think, you know, transitioning into the workplace after transitioning into law school and then into the workplace was quite, quite a steep jump. Um, and it can be for anyone, you know, um, I'm not saying <laughs> mine is a bit, uh, peculiar case, but, um, yeah, I think some of the lessons that I've learned, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the important, no one, no one's going to, to stand behind you to do your work. You know, discipline is very, very important. And um, I think, you know, we must, we must, while we are at school, while we are at university, you know, speaking to the, the, that part of our audience, you know, we need to, we need to really um, try and develop those skills there um, yeah. at university, you know, at the, uh, delivering things when it's due on deadlines, not trying to push boundaries and stuff. 
mm. uh, because the workplace, uh, you know, some of some of some of our, uh, you know, the clients can be quite cutthroat and they need stuff to be done at a particular time. So you need to be disciplined. You need to be uh, manage your time, um, you know, carefully so that you can deliver on time. And I mean, um, one of the other things that I've learned along the way was also that you know, people people are very important. We we need people. Um, you know, we need people to assist us, to train us. Um, we need people, you know, along the way that will help us in our journey to achieve our goals. Because no man's an island. Yeah. You know, um, yes, you you find yourself in a competitive environment, but you can compete healthily. You know, and, and help one another. You know, because you have a common goal. Once you once you into that once you in that environment, once you had a firm, you know, such as Bowman's, for example, you know, we all have a common goal. You know, um, towards the success of the firm, um, mm -hmm. to deliver, you know, excellent work to clients. Um, so, so I think it's about, you know, making use of your available resources, making use of other people, relying on them where it's not your expertise, because you, you, you quite frankly don't know everything. So that's what I've also learned. And I think one of the last few things, you know, that I've realized, um, and I've realized that a while back, but I've realized even more now it's, 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 and, and Prof Kelly, you know, would have, would have mentioned this as well, but it's not about, it's not about how you start. It's not about where you come from. Um, it's about where you're headed, where you're going, how you finish. You know, that's that's very important because um, I mean, never in a, you know, I wouldn't say in a million years, but I would have never thought that I would have made it thus far at 26 years old. Um, you know, uh, being an associate at a firm like Bowman's, um, being able to, you know, I mean, I don't want to speak about the stuff that I have. The stuff's not really important, mm. um, but just where I find myself now. Um, you know, you just have to realize that it takes time. The journey takes time, but it's always not about where you start. It's not about where you come from. Yeah. It's about where you're going, where you finish, where you end up. So, yeah, I think those are some of the core lessons that I've learned along the way. Um, yeah, so I think I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, and I think there's some, I love the point that you made about discipline. It's um, mm. important. <clears throat> I think it's 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 that discipline and consistency of that discipline as well, um, and 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 the point I think you also made about needing people. Yeah. That you can't you can't become an island. You can't do it alone. You know yeah. there is there's always something you can learn from anybody. Um, you know it's, it's a really really valuable point, and yeah I think you you definitely, you know and I guess segueing into that. Um, you know, I, I, I'm quite curious. Do you do you have mentors yourself? Because um, those are also people, I guess, who you know can can really add value into your life if yeah. you have them. And you know, would you would you suggest would you suggest if that that you know young professionals coming into the workplace should get mentors? And I guess juxtaposing to that, to make it a really loaded question, is how has it helped you um, to have mentor a mentor or mentors in your you know corporate career thus far? Yeah, um, certainly a very very loaded question, yeah. um, and and I think a very important one uh, because I think a lot of a lot of young people, you know, we we have we have ideas, we have mm -hmm. uh, we are very creative, you know, we are very ambitious um and, and 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 eager to learn but i think sometimes you just need that guide you know uh, to yeah. give us a step, you know you know a guide in the right direction mm. um and i think mentorship uh, is very very important for it has been very important for my journey certainly yeah. um i have quite a few i i find myself mentors in every sphere of my life that i that i enter into you know 
um, whether I find myself at church, whether I find myself at work, whether I find myself, you know, if I find myself at university, um, you know, just generally having a life coach, um, very, very, someone that you can just, you know, bounce ideas of very, very important and that can give you, you know, share the experiences with you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there are a few people in my life. Uh, I mean, uh, Mr. Andrew Koopman is one of the, the people that has really um, guided me along the way into being, you know, the person that I am today. Um, exposed me from, exposed me to law um, from a young age, uh, take, taking me to job shadowing, to career days, um, you know, to see what these people do, to get a feel for what law is about. Um, and I think that's that's important. You know, you, you might want you, you might want to study something, and then you know you get three four years into your degree, yeah. and then you realize, hey, this is actually not for you. So it's very important to have someone you know that can maybe before the time guide you and um, give you a few tips along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Andrew Kupman is a is a is a, is the founder of our study group in our community. It's a it's a community based organization that helps uh, kids from four, grades four to 12 with their schoolwork. And then, you know, as men, the, the group also, you know, consists of mentors um, or peer educate, educators that will assist these kids and, 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 and mentors that will guide them along the way. Um, and he's sort of been that person for me uh, along this journey and also my general life coach, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, then I also have people, you know, in the firm, people that have trained me, um, you know, I know Anne McAllister, one of, uh, you know, people at Bowman's, um, she she took me under wing. Um, the firm has, you know, given her the, the, how can I say, um, she's been placed to kind of, you know, nurture me in my journey as an attorney. And then also, you know, people in my teams that I've been in, I've been in various teams at the firm, you know, and people that I could look up to um, that nurtured me and trained me along the way um, as, as a professional. So, yeah, I've, I've certainly had to rely on on people. You know, at church, we have our, our, our preachers or evangelists and people that we, you know, whether it's elderships, people that we can look up to and, and learn from them. Because, I mean, spirituality is very important to me. Um, so so I've, I've had people, uh, even in that sphere of my life, that I could look up to and, and, and ask for guidance along the way. Um, so, yeah, for young people essential that we that we get mentors and and we must we must we must get the concept of mentorship right as well you know it's not someone that's going to make things a bit easier like you know makes life make life easy for you it's not someone that's gonna you know walk the journey for you but it's more someone that can you know show you the way you know that can that can guide you along the way in that journey that can you know show you the um how can i say the pitfalls you know along the journey and that maybe you know make you preempt certain things so Mm -hmm. I think it's and it's and it's our duty as mentees to reach out to those people and not the other way around where we just expect them, you know, to reach out to us. So I think we need to get that relationship right as well. But very very important uh, concept and and I, and I advise you know any any person young or old you know to have someone that they can um, look to for advice because as I say, no man's an island. We need people to get where we want to be, you know. So yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Some, some really. I think. I think important points that you've raised there um, on that. I think it's incredibly, incredibly important to have those people that can give you that advice. Uh, And I think an additional thing which I would say is we shouldn't expect mentors to tell us what to do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? If it's like you had a crossroads, you don't expect someone to tell you go left. <laughs> like, like they'll just, yeah. they'll just add a bit more context, you know, to the decisions that you have. 
and exactly. potential outcomes or, or, or consequences thereof, um, yeah. potential benefits of different decisions. So I think it is, I'm a big, big advocate for, for mentorship and I've mm-hmm. seen it play a role in my life as well. And I can only echo uh, the wise words that you've shared on that. Um, and I think it's it's quite inspirational what you've spoken about in terms of you know the the the, the role that it's played in your life. Um, you know I think there's there's it really takes it also takes you know an incredible amount of humility on your part to be able to listen as well to your mentors. So you know don't don't, don't forget that either. Um, tell tell us you know finally and and not least definitely not least. But tell us a little bit about Aspiration Inspiration. I've, I've, I've watched a lot of your, your episodes and I find it you know, incredibly inspiring. Um, tell us a little bit about the project, where it started, why it started, and as well as you know, for our listeners, how can they find out a little bit more about it? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, run a, I run a platform called Aspiration Inspiration. Um, uh, you know, with the slogan, aspire to inspire before we expire. All about, you know, inspiring um, young people, particularly young people from the Cape Flats, um, you know, to dream and to to pursue their dreams relentlessly, you know, because there are other people um, that have done it already, you know, despite the circumstances that they are from. Um, so, so what I do, I, I, I basically started during COVID, you know, once COVID, about two years ago now, you know, I sat in, you know, my room before lockdown, I saw everyone was now trying to find different things to do. And, um, you know, at the time, it was also, you know, uh, I was I was uh, speaking to some people about my journey, and I realized that, you know, there are a lot of other people out there that have done similar things that have achieved greater things, you know, and we should share more of these stories. There's a lot of negativity about the Cape Flats in the media. Yeah. So I wanted to counter that narrative. You know, I wanted to to put something out there that would be good. Um, you know, so that people can, you know, when people ask what good can come from the Cape Flats, they can sort of just, you know, put something into Google, you know, or, you know, find, find come across one of these, these, these podcasts, you know, with, with some of these people. So I interview people from the Cape Flats. Um, it's been from the Cape Flats for the last while. I know people have been asking me to go across the net a bit wider. Um, so we have to make decisions about that. But um, interview people from the Cape Flats, people that grew up on the Cape Flats. Um, that have gone on to achieve, you know, big things in their lives that have gone on to achieve something positive or that's doing something positive with their lives. Um, you know, the, the expectation normally is for a young person from the Cape Flats to end up either in, you know, the cells or in a gang or dead before their 21st. You know, these are realities faced on the Cape Flats. Um, and I wanted to paint a different picture that there are people that that can achieve, you know, despite their circumstances. I've spoken to the likes of uh, Trevor Manuel. I've spoken to Emo Adams, uh, Joanne Strauss, um, you know, JP Dumini. There are a lot of people that I've that I've chatted to, and um, the, the 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 podcast can be found on on Facebook, Aspiration Inspiration. Um, you can also, you know, check us out on YouTube um, at Aspiration Inspiration. And yeah, I just then post, you know, snippets on, on Instagram, on my personal account and on the Aspiration Inspiration Instagram account, um, which is not that active, but you can find a summary, a snippet there of what we've done. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, we basically all over, you know, sort of on all social media platforms. Um, and yeah, that's what we that's what we do. So it's a, it's a, it's a platform to inspire 
um, and the platform to show that there are good things that can come from the Cape Flats. Um, so yeah. It's it's an incredible platform and an incredible idea um, and quite 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 inspiring. Um, I love the phrase "aspire to aspire to inspire before we expire." Right? That's yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's a lovely phrase and a lovely catchy phrase i mean it is it isn't i must i must say it's it's uh, it's it's not my own uh it's a quote from eugene bell jr okay but really it, it, it really summarizes what we're trying to achieve you know we have a limited time on this earth so we should use it you know like you're using impact code to inspire other people you know use our time to inspire other people and it should always be an aspiration of ours that before we leave yeah. that we've made an impact you know so yeah right Quite right. Yeah. And thank you, Jay, uh, on that note, for joining us on the Impact Code podcast. I think you've, you've shared some incredible lessons. And I think your story in and of itself is inherently powerful. Um, so I want to thank you for coming on to the Impact Co podcast, for being a part of our journey on episode 38. I hope that you have enjoyed the experience. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Thanks so much, Tafa, and uh, thanks for the conversation. And certainly, you know, I'll have to go and brush up on my coffee, coffee knowledge and skills so that we can have that next chat about, you know, coffee brewing and coffee. <laughs> with, <laughs> with, with, with the coffee connoisseur, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coffee connoisseur. I, look, I, look, I look forward to that. I look forward to that. And, and to you, our listeners from, from Jason and myself, we want to thank you for listening. Um, we want to thank you for engaging with the platform. Uh, if you've enjoyed the platform, if you enjoyed the podcast, please do share it with your circle uh, to both inspire and educate them. And such is our purpose here at Impact Co. So from Jason and myself, we want to say thank you very much and goodbye and take care. Thanks, everyone. Cheers.